Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Thank you for being here today. You are going to love this episode. I have been talking about how excited I am for this interview all week, and you're really going to enjoy it. Welcome, Megan Throckmorton Harris with Harris and Sons Septic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited. I'm really, I'm tickled to death to be here. Yes, I am tickled to death that you're here because we've been talking a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, on Facebook and you messaged me and we've been talking and I just am so thrilled to have you here today. And it's Women's History Month. And I'm sitting with a badass business owner, a thank woman you. business owner. So um, I'm excited to get to know you better. Well, thank you. I'm really excited to be here, and I'm so excited that um, that you invited me. Yes. Ever since we came over here for the chamber, I've yeah. always thought this was really awesome, and I always thought it was awesome that you're a woman in business yeah. as well. So. Yeah, it's really exciting, and I'm excited for everyone to get to know you better and hear about all the amazing things you're doing. Uh, you know, when we were just sitting here before we recorded, I said that I've seen so much growth in you personally and professionally, and I can't wait to hear more about it. So I'm excited to tell you. Yes. <laughs> so let's get started. I want to know more about Megan and how you got um, to start Harrison Sun Septic in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so kind of what's your background and what led you to where you are today? Okay, so I'm going to have to like take it back yes. a little bit. From beforehand, so my husband's a general contractor. He was building houses and uh, sheds and whatnot um, at the time in Carolina. He's licensed in Carolina, and I was teaching. I taught for four or five years okay. um, in the, in the education, and um, I managed the farmers market. And we had three children, and with me teaching and raising children, you know, COVID happened and. Um, I had Truett, we were working from home, and I just told Joe, I said, we're going to have to do something else. Yeah. Like, I cannot go back to work over there and have to pay three different babysitters, and I was rushing and romping and running, like, all the time. Yeah. Um, and not making any money. <laughs> and so, I told Joe, I said, we got to figure something out. He said, we'll, we'll think about it and, you know, figure it out. Well, he built a barn in Scottsburg, um, framed it for um, a septic business owner from Durham, Scotty Pierce and Susan Pierce. Um, Amazing people, super sweet. And he kind of talked to them about it one day because they were living on Gear Street and they had two trucks running. And he said, you know, what all, you know, do y'all do? Like, how do you like it or whatever? And he said, buddy, little brother, you need to get you a septic truck. Yes. And he said, you'll love it. He said, you know, we were having to hire help yeah. Which, you know, in your business, it's not easy. Correct. Especially in the framing business, you got to have somebody that knows how to hold a hammer and breathe, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. And so, it was hard, and it was that was a business. I knew a little bit about it from where Joe had done it, but I wasn't able to really help him with it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't really jump out there on the job. I was not comfortable helping him do stuff like that. Um So, he, you know, thought about it, and I thought about it, and I did it because he came home with the idea. Yeah. And I was like, we are not running a shit truck. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I did a whole lot of research. Yeah. Well, we already have, you know, like four or five or more people running in where we are in that little local person county area. And I don't know. It just kind of sat with me. And COVID happened. And I was working from home. And I had Truett. I had Truett in September. Never had to take maternity leave. 
Mm-hmm. And they were they called us back in February. So I had a week to find a babysitter. Wow. And I was like, there ain't no way because this is my last baby problem. <laughs> like, yeah. There ain't no way. Yeah. And so I researched and did it. And I looked for a truck and looked for a truck. And we did the class. Um, in Carolina, you have to take a class um, to get your permit and everything to pump. And I was like, well, Joe, if you want to do it. And I was like, I, I've researched it. I think it's money in it. I said, I think there's a need. Let's do it. And he was like, well, we got to finance that truck and whatnot and whatever. And I was like, well, I tell you what, if I figure out how to finance that truck, you're going to help me run it. And he was like, yeah. He was like, you know, and it was funny because he was like, yeah, but I don't think he believed that I'd be able to do it. Yeah. So I found the truck in Denver, Colorado. Um, A guy named John Gordon, who was an older man who had a big septic business and sold it. Um, and now he just, um, he lived cl- very close to the international dealership. So he would get the chassis and just build the trucks. So right. they were chassis that with a little miles on them, like I think ours might have had 50,000 when we got it on it. And um, he put brand new tanks and brand new massport pumps on them. And he had it in there. He only had one ad. And when I talked, I talked to him on the phone for like 30 minutes. And he said, and I told him our situation, what we were trying to do. And he was like, I'm going to tell you right now, I can tell you've done your research and you're passionate. He said, this truck's going to sit right here until you can finance it. And he wow. gave me the names of a couple people. And they were okay with financing, but the interest was, like, super high. And I was like, I'm not going to put yeah. myself in a situation, you know, to where sure. the, interest, the interest is extremely high. Because, I mean, I was I was a teacher on teacher salary. They told me um, when I got hired, I was going to be making, like, 45 a year. And then when they gave me my tax return, I was making, like, maybe 28 after taxes yeah. and insurance. Yeah. I had a baby. I was paying $1,100 a month for insurance. And I had a baby. And I caught the baby myself. Oh, my, my third gosh. baby. Yes. Yeah. I caught him in, like, three minutes myself. <laughs> and um, I still had to pay four grand. Wow. And I was paying that much a month for insurance and never using it. Right. So, anyway, back to it. I like to talk in parentheses. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Go for it. I'm so excited. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So back to the truck. I kind of did a little research and went to different banks around here. And um, I actually have a cousin that works at American National mm-hmm. um, for Susan McLam. And she was like, you need to call and talk to Susan. Susan called me when I was about to walk into Italian to like to get food for all the kids. And I had kids all around me and I had like 30 seconds to throw it at her. And I had done my research. I knew exactly how many pump-offs I was going to have to do a month to pay all of our bills and to pay for that truck. Yes. I threw it down, and she said, let me call you tomorrow. And, I mean, within two days, she was ready to sign papers. Like, she really, I mean, helped a lot. But you were prepared. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how. I had never done anything like that before, but I knew what they probably wanted. Yeah. So they were ready, and I called John, and I said, we're ready to roll. And they pulled that truck on a flatbed on a set of train tracks (laughs) um, and shipped it here. And it came in 4th of July weekend. It came down the driveway, and Joe was like, what is coming down the driveway? Because we have some neighbors. He was like, what have they bought now? And I was like, that's our safety truck. (laughs) So I had already had Ronnie um, Bowen in Virgilina. Yeah. Had him ready, and I showed him my fonts, and they lettered it beautifully. Yes. I actually had a different color set out, and he was like, hey, we have an aluminum tank. He was like, these colors are going to look better on your yep. aluminum tank. And I was like, perfect, because it's just like your teal and yes. navy. Yeah. That's like our colors. That's good. And so it looked perfect, and I called um, the state in Carolina. They came out and took pictures. And they were like, well, here's your permit. You ready to roll? And the first tank we did was for Joe's cousin. It was really cool. Yes. So we started, and 
just I advertised it and advertised it and I made sure, you know, like Scotty came out and helped some yep. to make sure, you know, we were properly doing it and we had research too and um you know, I've got, I'm really lucky that I've got so many advisors yeah. and that help. And so we just we just rolled with it. And it's been amazing ever since. That's kind of like how it all started. So that it's amazing. It's insane because I always thought that, because I was teaching landscaping. Yeah. My ag teacher, Trina Vaughn, was the biggest influence on me to get out and get my hands dirty because I was always a really hands-on person. Yeah. Like, I went to Virginia Tech, got yeah. my two-year ag tech degree um, in agriculture, and then I went to WGU and got a four-year in um, elementary education, and it was just a trip because my mind, I was like, I want to be just like Trina. I want to be an ag teacher. This is going to be great. And then I was an ag teacher, and I was like, well, this kind of sucks. (laughs) I cannot sit and do, like, I think it's administrative, like, paperwork. Like, I was just not the one Mm -hmm. to sit with 20 boys you know, and we would, I would take them outside and it was amazing. And I, I did a great job and the, they all yeah. loved me there, but I got burned out quick and I knew it wasn't for me. And it, when, like, I want to tell you the first two weeks we were in septic, I was like, this ain't it. We got to do more. Yes. And I literally researched. I was like, what? Cause I said, I've got to be, cause Joe does most of it. And I get out there and pull hoses and roll, but Joe's, he's a turd. Like <laughs> he's all about competition when I'm working with him. And it's like, I can out dig you. And I'm like, I'm going to beat you with this shovel and I'll dig you first. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like that on the job. Yes. So I said, i got to find something that's just me. Yes. And I'll research it in North Carolina. You actually, it's unlike Virginia, you have to take a class and um, take an exam to get licensed to be a licensed septic inspector. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. Yeah. So I went and did that two-day class and took the exam and got licensed at the end of 2021. And, um, you know, we were doing a few inspections here and there in Carolina. I bought a camera because I thought that would set us apart because, I mean, ain't no need to dig a D-box if you don't have to. Right. And so I bought the camera that set us apart. I, I was forming these relationships with realtors. And I had the realtors from Virginia burning my phone up. Yes. They were calling me and they were like, Megan, we need you here. You go. We need competition. I need, we need another option. Please come over in Virginia. And at first I was like, well, we're just getting started and I'm really, really nervous. And just like before I bought the truck, I was like nervous and I didn't know how to go about it. Like I said, I, I let me call the depot and we'll figure it out. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to take that leap yet, but let me, even though we're right, like we're three miles from Virginia. Yeah. And I knew that we could do it. And I was getting some septic calls from Virginia, but just, you know, not being able to take them. I'd say, you know, we're just in Carolina for now and, or whatever. And my hometown is Scottsburg, Virginia. Yes. And I always knew that my heart is here. Mm-hmm. And I want to serve my people in my community. And I love Roxboro. Sure. And that's where Joe's from. But I want to be able to serve my people and my family as well. Because all my family live here. Yeah. And so I, I talked to myself. And I literally was just laying in the bed one night. And I was like, call them. You got to do it. We got to figure out how to get it done. And I called Depor. And they were like, okay, well, I said, I need to know what license I need to get to be able to inspect because right. that's my first thing that's what I do and pump and they told me that I would need an operator's license to do those things and so my uncle actually put in septic tanks and I knew people in the industry and they I went ahead and got my journeyman and oh, girl. I know right I got my journeyman and then you need your journeyman and after you get your journeyman you're they 
you're able to take the big exam mm-hmm. to be an operator. Yep. There's two different kind of operators. You can be just the conventional um, or the master alternative. So you can work on all the systems. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be a master alternative because I want to be able to service any system yeah. they throw at me. Yeah. Especially being an operator when you have an alternative system. They need to be checked once a year. And I was like, that opens me up to do service contracts. Yes. And that's something else that I can do. And, of course, with me and Joe's age difference, I want to be able to do as much as I can. Because if he tries to kick the bucket or get sick <laughs> or something, like, i got to keep this ball rolling. So. <laughs> and what is the age difference? So, it's 28 years. He okay. is 58. And I will be 30 on my birthday. Okay. 30. 30, the yeah. dirty 30. And I'm excited though. Like, I think it's like, I loved, everybody was always talking to me about turning 21, turn 21. Okay. That was awesome. Okay. I mean, cool, cool. Sure. But I feel like I'm in such a better place now about to turn 30. So I'm like excited. Well, I look up to you because you are a go-getter. And I did not know any of this until we're sitting down now. And you go after it. Oh, I love it. And I've always worked. Like, I remember being 11 years old. And counting down the days until I got my driver's license. I love it. And I worked on farms. I worked around the house. I worked, um, like my uncle and then they all had cows. They'd come and pick me up and help them work cows and stuff like that. And I always wanted to be out in the field, hands-on, learning and working. Yeah. And so when I was like, when I could get my worker permit, I did a internship for this thing called Dreda, I think. And... We worked, and I worked with the school system in their technology department, yep. and I worked there for like two weeks, and they were like, do you want a summer job? And I was like, yeah, I don't know how to get here, though. I said, let me think about it. But my um, dad's cousin's wife, Amy, was the secretary for the superintendent, uh-huh. and she said, I'll pick you up. She literally drove from Coleman Road to my house in Scottsboro on Green Level and would pick me up and take me to work, and I was working four tens. You go. At like 15 years old. You go. <laughs> and I loved it. And then... As soon as I got my license, I worked at Food One and talked to Josephine, one of the best women entrepreneurs out there. But um, honor her. She um, she passed away, but she went Daredale. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. I loved working for her at Daredale. And the only reason I ever left Daredale was because the school system called me again because they needed somebody. Yeah. And it's real hard turn up $12 an hour four tens when you got your weekends off as a teenager <laughs> yeah. because your girl be riding horses on the weekend. Yeah. So I find me, so, and I would still work at Daredale on the weekend some too. Yeah. She, if somebody called, she called me and I'd work Daredale on the weekend. I was all about chasing the dollar. My mom and dad were like, what are you doing? And I had a calendar. I was like, work, 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 work. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> That's, That's who I, I want to be. <laughs> I want to be you. And so... What, how would you describe your leadership style? So, my, I, I don't know. That's hard to answer. I don't know. I try to put, like, anybody in, I try to put myself in everybody else's shoes. And, come, and being a teacher helped me, too, to be able to, to support them. Right. And to figure out, if I was there, what would I need to be able to do a great job? Yeah. And so... Like, I've got um, a couple people that work for us now, like, especially my babysitters stay home all day. And then I've got a, a guy that helps Joe on the truck. I actually taught him. That's how I knew him. Yeah. Um, and I try to put myself in their shoes and say, hey, before I started, what did I need to know the most of? What did I need? What was I not as comfortable with? And I try to ask them questions all the time. Like, is there anything else there that I need to do yeah. for you? Like, how do you feel? Are you comfortable? You know, and I, I try to still give them 
some way to do things themselves, but I try to really give them a lot of support and a lot of communication because I think communication is a lot of key, Mm -hmm. especially people in our industry, you know, being male dominated, a lot of males will throw them out there and tell them what to do and not give them a lot of, because it was their way, especially Joe's 50, especially that generation, you know, you know, I try to really give them a lot of support so they're comfortable because people they're right that are raised now and they're in their 18 to 25 you know they grew up yep. differently and they didn't get to go out there and run tobacco and top tobacco so like true. joe did so, so i have true. to tell joe remember they weren't raised the same but they can learn they are teachable but we've got to go at it as teachers and yes. make these teachable moments and i can look at nate now and see aha moments like that sucker from the last just two weeks, I can see him r- learning to work with the hose when he's pumping. It's an art. I tell people, it's an art to do it. Yeah. To do the, doing it properly. Yeah. And so I can tell, and he catches on, and with those aha moments and stuff like that, I just and I try to really give them a lot of appreciation, let them know you are very, pre- this is not an easy job. It's a shitty job. Yeah. It doesn't smell good. Yeah. You get shit on your hands. You get shit on you yeah. sometimes. And But I want you to know that you are appreciated and that we won't, want you to be comfortable and to you to love what you're doing just like we do. Me, not Joe. Joe's like, man, I'm working this shit every day. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean, love? I want you to pay me and I want to be able to love ride horses and farm all that. <laughs> and, and this is why Harrison Sons is going to be so massive because of your teaching and your training. And I'm like taking note, like, how can I get you in here to train our guys? I love so. Well, like with Joe, to be honest with you, one of the, when we started, because Joe's older, the whole point was so that Joe wouldn't have to work as much. Sure. And because we farm. Yeah. And he wants to be out there farming and, and spending time with his boys. And so, like, it's bad because now we work seven days a week and yes. he doesn't have enough time on the tractor. So I'm like, listen, let's train some people so that, like, we cut hay for horses and stuff. I'm like, let's train some people so that when the weather looks good in the summer and you know you got to be in that hay yeah. field, I can jump in the truck with Nate or if we hire somebody else by them, somebody, and they can do it. Yeah. And that's so hard to, to pull off of Joe because Joe is so, and it's great that he's so peculiar. Yes. And he's built some wonderful houses yes. and framed, and they're beautiful. I'm like, babe, you, we've got to learn to to train others so that you can do what you want to do too. Yeah. And I know you want to be right on top all the time. I was like, but you've got to. So that's a, that was a learning curve for him because he's so peculiar and he wants it done right. That and I'm awesome. the same way. But yeah. That's why I love it that he helps train and do and the power of duplication. Yeah. It's a hard thing to learn when you're in business for yourself because you want everything to go well and and be perfect. Mm-hmm. But you'll never grow if you don't duplicate. Exactly. Yourself. And like we did a we did a outlet tea repair the other day, and my favorite thing to do besides inspections is I love that hydraulic cement, and I love to be able to throw that tea in there and hydra and make it look like a work of art. Like I want to sign it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But Nate has done some hydraulic cement yeah. work because he used to work for Jason Fourline some, and he still helps him some. And so I let Nate do it, and the whole he was doing great. He was doing beautifully. But I was like, let me let me just let me just <laughs> let me just do it. But I but I had to hold back. But and he did, a, and I took a picture, and he did a beautiful job. And I was like, you did great. But it was so hard for me. I had to sit on my hands because. Me being so hands-on, mm-hmm. I want to jump up in there, too. I want to jump up in there and be like, Joe, take a picture. Let me put this on Facebook. <laughs> well, <laughs> you did a good job at that. I love following your social media. Um, it's really great. Thank and, you. Um, I know before you got on, you're like, I'm going to have a hard time not saying shit so much. And keep saying it because this is promoting your business and you well, do a great job at that. Thank you. And it's hard. <laughs> I was telling them the other day, I was like, how else? Because my whole motto 
my first motto that I put on the back of the truck is, you know, we want your stinking business. We were just yeah. getting out there, but mm-hmm. the entire time I want it, we take your shit with a smile seven days a week. With it's the on shit your em- website. Yeah, with the shit emoji. Yeah. And uh, my mom was mortified. <laughs> she said, you better not put that on a t-shirt. You better not. And I'm like, but it's a thing. Yeah. But I said, well, I'll just put the emoji. But she's like, if they know you, they know what you're saying. I was like, exactly. <laughs> They'll know me. <laughs> so you talk a lot about um, your three kids and working seven days a week. I know that you are really big on personal growth, professional growth. You're involved in the community. Mm-hmm. I see you um, out and about all the time attending and supporting other businesses. So I want to know, how do you manage it all? It's very hard with the help and that was another hire, is uh, my nanny or my babysitters. Yes. They help so, so, so much. Without them, there's no way I can yeah. do it without dragging them with me. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Sure. I will drag them in the car with me. Because how old are your kids? They are eight, five, and two. Yes. So it's a lot of, I've got a scheduling app. It's a lot of scheduling. My aunt actually helps pick them up from school because they have to get they have to go be picked up by two. Yeah. So when we're really busy and I have to be on the job, I have to really watch how I schedule things because if there's a day that they can't be picked up, I know that I have to drop them off at eight and I have to pick them up at two and we gotta figure out where we're gonna get there in between. Mm-hmm. And we work such a big service area that it's very hard for me to run to Mecklenburg County and run all the way back to Halifax. So with that being said, I bought a suburban last February and I have put over 30,000 miles wow. on it in a year. Wow. We just replaced, I use um, Bradley um, Griffin uh-huh. and I just got him to put new tires on and I was just going to get back tires. I was like, oh, my front tires are fine. He said, turn that wheel, Megan. And he was like, you know, daggone well. <laughs> so he, it was wearing funny. So I got him to put four new tires on and when he called me when he was putting them on, he said, girl, your ball joints. I said, fix it. I don't care what you have to do. I know you're the professional. <laughs> you do it. Because that's me with a car. I'm like, I will take it to somebody and write a check anytime. Yeah. And they, they do. It's Alignments Plus right there in Clarksville beside like Morningstar. Uh-huh. And he, we've always used them. And he is amazing. So he fixed my stuff right up. And I'm going to throw some more miles on it. Yeah. And it dri- she drives like a Cadillac again. I was yes. like, why do when I drive like <laughs> 75 cops don't listen to this? When I'm driving like 75, why does my car shake? And my husband's like, first of all, you don't need to be driving 75. I'm like, I've got places to go. <laughs> you are on the go all the time. Yeah. So running a business is really hard. Mm-hmm. Very. Really hard to run a business. And you are new at um, running a business since 2021. What is the biggest lesson you've learned? My biggest lesson is to, um, I, let me think. I think my biggest lesson, which it, and it, I knew from where I did run the farmer's market before. Yes. So I knew community was a big thing for me. Yes. And I think my biggest lesson with, since I was so new into septic is to listen, um, like do your research and take advantage of your advisors. Take advantage of those people that want to help you. Mm-hmm. Like Scotty and Susan have helped us tremendously. Yep. Given, given us the best advice. If we ever got to a thing, like a a job and I had any question at all, I called. Mm. So I used them. And, you know, when we moved over to Virginia, um, you know, we I had advisors over here because my uncle would put in septic tanks so I could call him. Um, I got really, I got to be really, really acquainted with Jason Fourlines with 360 Escobar. Yes. And he has been such a tremendous help for our business. Um, 
when when you're in business in the septic industry, you know, you have so many gateways. You can be an installer. You can be an evaluator. Mm-hmm. You can be an operator. You can run the pumper. You can do inspections. There's so many ways. And I learned real quick that there is no way that you can do all those things great. You have got so to partner good. up with somebody because there's no way that you can run a business and do all these things, but do a good job at all these things. Right. And I wanted to be more focused on the operator side with the pump in the tanks and the inspection and the cert, like proper routine maintenance and educating right. the, the public on proper ma- routine maintenance and things like that. And so with Jason, I'm, he's a altern- master alternative installer. So with him, it's amazing because he does all the repairs and all the installs. Yeah. So when I do an inspection and I see that a D-box is busted or I see that a drain fill is not working, no. I can stop it. I'm, I'm good. Um, so when I see um, on an inspection that um, and that a D-box is busted yep. or a drain field is not working properly, I can call him right there and I can recommend him to the, um, to the homeowner or to the client. And I can say, hey, this is Jason Fourlines. He's been doing this for 20 yeah. years. He's the best there is. I will not work with any other installer in the community because he's just the best. He does the same. He's under the same standards for septic that I am. And I know he's going to do a great job. I know he's going to go out there and talk to the customer properly and be in the best. Um, in, I'm trying to think being in like kind of um, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for be an advocate for the customer yeah, in their sure. system he's going to shoot him straight he's yeah. a straight shooter yeah so working with him has been amazing and i love working with him so he's mentorship and yeah. collaborating mm-hmm. and you know i've been telling a lot of people collaboration is the new currency mm-hmm. and we learned that from one of our business coaches and you know it can be very um you feel very alone in business sometimes mm-hmm. and so when you can have others that are supporting you and helping you along the way it means everything yeah and when you can call them and ask any little question and they'll pick up the phone like I could probably call him right now and he'd pick the phone up. yes and I mean it just helps so much and it makes me feel more comfortable right. I learned so much from him and the way he runs his business and um like advertising and stuff yes. and it just it's so nice it is and you know it can be hard to ask for you know advice but what people don't understand, anyone that wants to know anything about Rogers, and I'm sure anyone that wants to know anything about Harrison Sons and how you do things, mm-hmm. we will share. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm happy to. It's like, not I, a secret. Yeah. Like, in Carolina, we run against about five or six, I think I said before, different pumpers. Yeah. And I will straight up, anytime, like, we, we work so well together. Yeah. I mean, if somebody calls us and we can't get to it, I'll yeah. tell them. Call Matt Kendrick and Chad Kendrick. Yeah. They are amazing. Call Streets. They are amazing. Call Scotty's. They are amazing. Yeah. And they'll do the same for us. Yeah. And it's been really nice to have your your direct. I mean, they're direct competition. Yeah. But it's so nice to be able to work with some people so well to where you know, like you know, those Facebook groups. Yes. People will come up there and say, you know, best septic company. Yes. And they'll tag us in it, and I'll and I'll tag them like, thank you so much for tagging us, and. You know, if you can't get us, like, I'll tell you right now. Streets, Matt Kendrick, um, if it's a repair, Jason Fourlines. Like, I'll yep. I'll put them on, on the spot, like, online. Yep. You know, because I want them to be recognized, too, because they're also great pumpers. Yes. And I know they do a great job. It's so great. Because we can't do it all. Yeah, you it, can. It's enough. Their septic tank needs to be pumped properly every three to five mm-hmm. years. 
There are over 100,000 families <laughs> in my working area. Yeah. There is no way I can pump all that every right. three to five years. Right. There is no, and then do inspections yes. and camera, because we do septic camera work as well, yep. and do all that. There's no way. And I mean, that's, I really try to partner with these businesses like Jason and yeah. like Matt and, uh, and Garrett Septic, Colin Garrett. Yeah. Um, he's my main installer, yeah. repair man. He actually went to inspection school with me. He does inspections cool. too in Carolina. I want to partner with people that have the same standards as yeah. me. So I know people are getting a good job. I mean, I know they can't have us all the time. So, I mean, I want them to go to other people. Yes. And, you know, especially people that have the same standards as us. I love it. And so what would you say is your, um, what are your current goals? Um, my current goals, of course, is to continue to expand. Um, I want a second truck pretty soon. I've been looking around for it. Um, I just haven't found the one that I want yet. It's yeah. hard. So you have one right now? Yeah. Okay. One pumper. Okay. And so I want another pumper really bad. And so I'm just trying, and it's, I'm growing in that direction. And I want to do more camera work yeah. for me. So that's kind of fun. Yes. I like that too. I love doing my camera work. I did a job in Cambridge not too long ago to where I could go up there and um, check a, a town building out for the city. Yeah. Just a city sewer line just yeah. to check pipe integrity. And it was awesome. I just love, I love my camera. I um, used to use a Beaver and it was awesome, but I ended up getting an Insight Visions. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a game changer. I can put a flash drive in there. I can record. So when I do an inspection and I see something's up, I can actually record so that the realtor doesn't have to pass it on to their client. They can pass that on and I can explain it as I'm going through it so they know, okay, this is a problem. It needs to be fixed. Yeah. You know, it's not just, not everybody knows about septic. Yeah. So, and I think as we expand, I want to continue to educate because I think that's the biggest thing. Nobody knew that you're supposed to get your tank pumped every three to five years. Everybody thought, well, I have no idea. well, they were like, a, a big myth is, well, if they put it in right, you never have to pump it. No, baby. No, yeah. baby. You never want any more than 30% of silence in that tank because the floaters are going to float on over in that drain field, stop it up, and that's a whole lot more expensive than a routine pump out every three to five years. Wow. And people don't know. Yes. Some people don't even know where their septic is, and so we're happy to go out there and locate yeah. and, you know, give them a good pump off. And, I mean, I want them to know how to treat their system, what goes in, what doesn't go in. Yeah. Because people don't know. It's, I mean, they don't know at all. Some people don't know that you're not supposed to have 12 people in your house and on a three-bedroom septic, but they yeah. find out real quick when it starts backing up, you know? Well, you are a fabulous teacher and educator, and I can feel the passion. And I just know you're going to go so far. I cannot wait to watch this journey uh, of Harrison Sun Septic. And, of course... I end every podcast with the one question of, if you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? So, this is, this is like so hard because she she did pass away last year. Yeah. But she's my idol. It's Loretta Lynn. Yes. She is, I feel like we are like soul sisters in the same, she actually has a granddaughter named Megan and I was like, that was supposed to be me. <laughs> um, she came from Butcher Holler. Um talk like she came out of an Alabama trash can just like me mm -hmm. but she was smart she and I think with us with us together we raised our kids and ran a business at the same time juggled it all and she went so far she has a whole franchise um and worked hard and she's just an amazing loving person I've read all of her books yeah I mean she's amazing she she was an amazing person and like just like I told you about my tattoo earlier yes. I'm getting that tattoo in Nashville 
And May Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. I already have my appointment, man. Yeah. So I got that album cover signed by her, and it's going to say, Love You, Lorelean, right here. And I'm going to be able to look down on it and say, I'm in business just like you, and we're going to kill it. Well, just because we talk funny don't mean we're stupid. You know? <laughs> you are smart. I'm telling you, I want to be you when I grow up. And I am just so fascinated by your story, how far you've come, and the passion that you have. And um, I'm just excited to see where everything goes. And thank you for being here. No, thank you for inviting me. And yeah. I love it. And I really appreciate it. Yes. And I'm going to send a lot of business your way. And I'm just excited to get to know you better and collaborate. So, thank you so much. Thank this was, this you. was a pleasure. I yeah. appreciate it so much. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the Rogers Radio Podcast. Seriously, if you have any shit problems, any <laughs> septic problems, you call Harrison Sons and they will take care of you. Um, you're going to see them. Keep an eye on them because they're going to go really far. We take your shit with a smile seven days a week and we mean it. Yes. <laughs> and you keep listening and subscribing and giving all your feedback and we will talk to you next week. Bye.